0: What is all Deal Studying? Happy Thursday, everyone. Pre Friday, practice Friday, Friday E, Friday Junior, whatever you may have it. My gratitude to Yin's on this beautiful Thursday, this third day of November 2022. Love Yin's studying out there. Thank you so much for joining me today. and Basically, what I'm going to do today is just kind of summarize where the Steelers have come from the start of this regular season up until now, being that they are on the bye week. And draw a few conclusions based on what we've seen so far. Kind of set your mind right for the second half of the season following the bye. And just a note, there will be no study session tomorrow. I will be taking the day off. In celebration of the bye week, spending some time with the fam, we got a little trip plan. So just wanted to put that out there. Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies. As always, my gratitude to Yin's for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. So thank you for that. You know I appreciate it. Don't forget about the cast that I do with Wex over on his site, the Still City Insider. We recorded a new episode this week. You can check that out. It is linked in the show notes. So, Studians, let's talk about it. The season began with high hopes that this team would be able to compete for a postseason berth. And I know I felt that optimism. I think I, in fact, in the season preview, predicted an 11-6 record. And while that is still mathematically possible, that means they would have to rip off nine consecutive wins. It ain't happening. But there was speculation about Mitch Trubisky, what he would be able to do as a starting quarterback. There was speculation about Kenny Pickett, when he would get the start. And the season opened with a bang, with that victory over the Bengals in Cincinnati. The defense played its butt off, and there was a sense of optimism that wow, this this looks like a Super Bowl caliber defense. And then TJ Watt got hurt, Taurus Peck, and it seemed like that has been that was an omen for what was to transpire following that. And it has just been disappointment after disappointment, poor play after poor play, and the Steelers are at two and six. And if you remember back to the start of the season, that loss in New England, Gunnar Olszewski fumbled a punt. There was a dropped interception in that game by Minka Fitzpatrick, so so close in those contests. Could have pulled that win out again. Bill Cowher used to say there's a fine line between winning and losing in this league, and there's one example of that. Another example would be that Dolphins game. You had four Dropped interceptions. You squeeze one of those, potentially that's a win. And maybe this team is sitting at four and four as opposed to two and six. They got trounced by the Browns on Thursday night. That was not a good game. But even in that game, Jalen Warren had that screen pass that he took for 35 yards that was called back, that could have been a game changer because it put him in scoring position. The Buffalo game, they just got trounced. There was no chance there. The Eagles game, they got trounced. There was no chance there. But really, all their other games besides Buffalo and Philly, they've been in and they've been competitive. So far this season, Najee Harris has not performed up to his standards for himself, nor the coach's standards or the fans' expectations. Not sure what's happening there. Is it the added weight and muscle? Is that slowing him down? George Pickens, the phenom rookie, has yet to really be utilized in a way to expose defenses. The offense in general, probably the biggest story on offense is the criticism of Matt Canada and his offense just not getting it done. Speculation about him possibly being fired, fans calling for it, myself included, but he's still employed. And at this point, if they didn't make the move after the bye, He'll be fired at the end of the season. I don't see a scenario in which he returns unless this offense just miraculously turns it around and becomes a juggernaut. They make it into the playoffs and make a run. That would be the only way I'd see them giving him consideration to be retained. I fully expect him to get the ax at the end of the year. Defensively, again, it goes back to the T.J. Watt injury. That really... Set this defense back. He's the heart and soul of that unit. And anytime he's missed a game, the Steelers, I think, are 0 for They haven't won. He makes that defense better. And when he comes back, the defense will be better. They will play better. And that's going to put them in some games. That's why they're not going to go 0 for their last nine. Alex Highsmith has performed somewhat. Devin Bush has improved. The secondary, oh, man. And I talked about this at the outset of the season. is just the the question marks at cornerback. Kella Witherspoon, they were betting on him being able to take his spot duty from last year in which he played well and translate that to full season as a starter. And that just hasn't worked out. He has not been good. He's better as a role player. Minka Fitzpatrick started the season strong. His pick six on the second play on defense. It's kind of quieted down here as of late. Was beat a couple times last week against the Eagles. Didn't come down with an interception. Terrell Edmonds has played well in spots. Really, everybody has played well in spots. Spots but it just hasn't been consistent. Presley Harvin is not the answer as the punter. He won't last with this team beyond this year. Barring a miraculous turnaround, I don't see that happening. He is what he is. He's just too inconsistent. Boswell's hurt. Hey, how about Nick Skiba? I know I said this the other day, but as a rookie coming in, kicking in Philly, I'm impressed. I keep that dude around. He made some difficult kicks. And Boswell's not exactly the youngest kicker. I'm just saying. Just saying. Coaching staff, We've seen some impact of Brian Flores on this defense, but I guess you can't put you can't put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. So his, maybe that's just more support to the concept that you can only do so much with limited talent. Maybe there just isn't, isn't a talented group. That very well could be true. And then the recent trades, Steelers traded Chase Claypool. They got a second-round pick from the Bears, which is a great, great pull, great haul. Now they're set, coming up in this year's draft, depending on where they finish. But they're going to have... Their first-round pick, they're going to have two second-round picks, and potentially, depending on whether or not they get a compensatory pick for Mason Rudolph, they could have two third-round picks. So five picks in the first three rounds of the draft, that's going to be needed for this young Steelers team to build and get better. And that's what's happening now. That's the narrative of this season. It's, it is It is the transition. It is the rebuilding year. Bill Cowher had his losing seasons. They happen. Six and ten. What's it going to be for Tomlin? This is probably going to be his first losing season. He can only lose two more games. Did we see him going seven and two over those last nine games? I wouldn't put it past him, but man, that's going to take a lot, especially when you have the Ravens twice. You got Cincinnati, you got Cleveland. That's going to be tough. There's just no identity right now for this team. There's not that one player. Now, T.J. Watt is that guy on defense, and he's been hurt. But there hasn't been that guy on offense that just puts the team on his shoulders and says, all right, let's go, and is able to will the team to victory. We haven't seen that. That's what this team needs. And can Kenny Pickett be that guy? I think it's too early to draw any conclusions with any finality yet. It's way too early. He's very green. Rookie quarterbacks don't just step in and tear it up. People will point to Ben Roethlisberger say, well, Ben did it. Yeah, well, that's Different scenario. They had a solid cast of characters on offense. They had a good offensive line. They had a strong running game. You had solid receivers, experienced receivers, and you had a high-quality defense. Pickett doesn't have any of that. Pickett's never going to have the elite arm that Ben did. We know that. I don't even think he has Roethlisberger's mobility. And we can't expect him to be Big Ben. He's got to be the best version of Kenny Pickett that he can be. And in those glimpses, those flashes that he's shown Steelers Nation, there's something there that if it can be cultivated and refined, he can be a winning franchise quarterback. He can be a player to lead your team to division championships, to postseason runs. The biggest thing about Pickett that I see, that I like, is the intangible component of regardless of the situation, he keeps getting back up. He's not a quitter. He's not afraid. Look at those hits he took against Philly last weekend. He still got up, stood stood there in the pocket, and was trying to make plays. And he has shown that he could fit the ball into windows, tight windows. He does have good touch on the ball where he has to improve. Are his shots down the field being more accurate in that area, being willing to take those shots? And he's getting an opportunity right now to learn on the job. And you could throw the stats out for this year. It's not Think of how many of his interceptions came off at deflections. It's not going to be the kind of year where you look at his stat line and say, wow, he's going to be great next year. That's not it. You can't evaluate him that way. But we do need to see some improvement over these next nine games that he is getting better. and that he is the guy for the future. And this team needs that. They need that over this nine games so they feel convinced and confident that he is their quarterback of the future. Because if he's not, then they've got to go back to the drawing board and pull the trigger on a quarterback in the draft. So these next nine games for Kenny Pickett are important in terms of his development and growth and his performance. And we want to see that the Steelers successfully made the right pick with the 20 selection in the 2022 draft and then that opens things wide in the upcoming draft to go after those line positions get another wide receiver because that's where the focus needs to be so they need this picket pick to pan out. And studying's that's gonna do it here today on this Thursday. My thoughts on the season so far. Again, nine games to go. Remember, I am off tomorrow taking a little break, taking a little session from the study session. My gratitude to Yins. Have a wonderful Thursday, a phenomenal weekend. You know, I love Yins. Yin's beautiful, beautiful study We'll be back Monday gearing up for the Steelers' next contest against the Saints at Accra Shore Stadium. And in the meantime, in between time, remember, I love you guys and gals, and life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.